Welcome to Enneagram with JB, a podcast about Enneagram personalities, where you'll uncover and discover more about yourself and others through the helpful tool of the Enneagram. I'm your host, Julie Underwood. Hey, Jackie. Hey. So it's February and we are talking all things love and Hallmark. (laughs) I don't know about Hallmark, but love for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us about a little bit about what February is going to look like. Yeah. So February, we've got some great guests. Kelly Burke and Krista Harding are both therapists. They both, um, you know, glean from different modalities. And so I think that you guys are going to hear some great stuff about Enneagram and about relationships and about, you know, cycles within relationship, maybe even a little bit about sex and relationship and things like that. So I'm really excited about what this month is going to hold for you guys. Um, and really, you know, fun conversations that I think will be impactful. I love that. I thought it'd be fun to start with a Valentine's Day fail. Do you have like a Valentine's Day fail story that you can share with us? Oh my gosh. Valentine's Day has always been a bit of a fail. (laughs) (laughs) It's an everything fail. (laughs) Not a, we are not great at this holiday. So when I think about it, it's like, oh my gosh, I forgot to get you a card. Oh my goodness. you know, you're in the checkout line and you're like, go to a different aisle and, you know, I'll meet you at the car (laughs) the box of chocolates and the heart candies. Um, we've had a lot of, a lot of those kind of holidays, Valentine's days. It's been one of those things. We definitely are thinking about our kids on Valentine's day. Um, but it's not always like this sweet romantic day for us as a couple. What about you? With the cards, I do think it's funny that Steve and I will buy each other cards. He's more words of affirmation. I'm not. So I buy a card. I forget to give it to him. He buys cards. He forgets to give them to me, whatever holiday that may be. And so I started noticing we had piles and piles of Christmas cards and Thanksgiving, like all these really random cards around. And I was like, hey, stop buying me cards and just give me a card out of this pile. So I have definitely gotten sympathy cards, birthday cards, like for the mother-in-law, like from both of us to to our mom. Like, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm not great at this holiday. I think our anniversary is December 31st. So there's always like, there's an expectation on that. He does today, like there's, I love white roses. That's my favorite. Uh, so he is really good about, there's white roses, a big bouquet of white roses typically um, in the kitchen when I wake up. So I love that. Um, you know, I want chocolate, but it doesn't mean I always want it every year. It depends on if I'm on a diet or not. So, and then if he doesn't get me it, I'm like, oh, you know, I wish that you would have gotten me that. But last year we took our kids, our kids wanted to do a Galentine's with their friends. So we're like, oh, we'll be the parents that just take them to the Mexican restaurant. And so they all sat at one table. We sat at another. It was fun. So we're pretty laxed about this holiday. Um, so I know that people love it and some people hate it. And some people think this, like, stop talking about it because we don't all have partners in this. You know, I do understand that. And um, I want to be sensitive to that. Um, but I also want to talk about some of the funny, fun bloopers around love and connection. <laughs> I think that's great. I think even if you don't have a significant other it is always helpful to have this information in the back of your head. 
Um, you know, I think it's it's one of those things within relationships, just in our own lives, like we repeat what we don't repair. And so sometimes, you know, we'll find ourselves in and out of relationships or in a really hard relationship. Maybe some of you guys are in a relationship and this season is terrible for whatever reason. Um, and we, we both want you to feel seen and heard and known in this space as well. So, um, we do want you to tune in and listen to the specialists that we have, because I do think there's some really helpful, insightful information in, um, in the next couple episodes, but for today, we're just going to keep it light and fun and funny. So yeah, tell me, do you do things for Valentine's for your boys? Yeah, for sure. Um, shout out to all the moms out there that are in the competitive game of Valentine's <laughs> at school. So there's the moms who like buy the paper that our moms did, you know, you yes. tear them apart, write your name on it, maybe. Yes. And then you send them, you know, 24 of them into your class. Right now it's like, the moms will take some of some of the things that I've seen come home. They'll take a picture of their kid. It looks like they're holding the lollipop. They insert the lollipop in the predetermined holes. Oh and then gosh. there's like a handwritten note. Then there's the moms who go way overboard. They have like a whole little goodie bag. So then you're like, well, I'm a crap mom. I spent a dollar <laughs> on these and they spent like 50, you know? Uh-huh. So all the moms out there are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And then in addition to that, you have to make a box or a bag or whatever, something impressive. I'm thankful to have boys. They don't seem to care or notice that I go and buy something from the dollar store. And I'm like, here, you can put this in there. Or you, here's a, here's a white bag that I had in the gift bag box, yes. you know, with <laughs> yes. your name on it. That we've used 25 times. Yes. Yeah. I can really bring it on some crafts, but I don't want to because they don't care. And I, it's just another thing in their room I have to go through and like pull all the things out and hope that they didn't notice that another like miniature slinky is missing, you know? So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My poor kids are, they're probably going to be hoarders when they grow up because I keep nothing and they're probably gonna be like, where is that special thing? I'm like, I don't know. You'll be fine. No, I'm like you. I'm not, I'm not even my family when, you know, people pass away and things like that. And they're like, what do you want? You know what? And I'm usually like, I don't give it to my sister. She'll hold it. She'll hold it for me for, you know, good, good keeping, but we move a lot and I don't like clutter. I'm not super sentimental. That's why I'm like Valentine's day. I don't know. Um, don't get me a card. Cause I'm just going to throw it away. Um, uh, I do want you, I want to know you, you think about me, but I don't need any jewelry or anything like that. You can get me a gift card. That makes me feel really loved. Yes. Just give me like a hundred dollar gift card anywhere. And I'm like, cool. I feel much love right now. That is so funny. <laughs> oh, my kids are all older. So it's kind of interesting to hear in high school. So I've got two adult children that, you know, they're not in relationships. So um, I'm still giving them Valentine's Day gifts, which is ridiculous. I very much know. Um, but the, the 15 year olds, I'm kind of like, huh, what are you guys thinking about for Valentine's Day? Do you want to get something for your friends? And, you know, they're kind of like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, what are you supposed to do with this age? Um, they're all hoping that nobody gives them anything because then that's awkward. And so, yeah, cause they're not in relationship. So this is such an interesting Hallmark holiday. Do you personally like this holiday or are you like oh I really don't care like I really don't care I don't put a lot on it if Steve didn't do it did very minimal I wouldn't care uh I remember I was a cashier at a, a supermarket and this one guy was the bag boy and there was one like hot bag boy there was one bag boy that wasn't 
you know, and I, then the not one what was sent down like cards and chocolates down my line and I went to scan it and he's like oh no that's for you I already paid for it and I was like what and there wasn't much I could do so I'm like beep and lots of silence <laughs> so, but no I really don't I don't care I think it's sweet that we take a holiday to say hey I love you I care about you if you follow the Enneagram at all, you would know that like that would be more helpful in relationships most of the time. And then to also speak in the language that your partner speaks in, which not all of us are fantastic at all the time, but i.e. cards and words, which I don't know why it's so hard for me to like put it into a card or put it into words. Like I actually mentioned to Steve the other day, I said, I think really nice things about you all the time. He's like, why don't you say them? And I'm like, I don't know. I just like I'm doing the dishes and I'll think oh that's so nice that he did that and he's like you should tell me and I'm like well don't you know I think because I just live so much in my inner orbit that I'm just like oh okay moving on but people actually need to hear that and so I do like that about Valentine's Day that it does encourage us to you know be verbal with the people who want to be verbal be gift giving with the people who want to be gift giving so I think it probably speaks to certain personalities more than others yeah, I think I think you're right. Uh, I do think I want to encourage you guys today, though, if you're listening to this and it's, you know, the beginning of February, you've got a couple days before it's the big day, um, whether you're in relationship or not, you know, I have a client that she's not in a relationship and she is very intentional to make sure that the people around her, her friends, family around her feel loved this this day, um, but it doesn't always come back to her. And, and that has been hard for her. So I'd love to encourage encourage you guys to just be aware. You might hate the holiday um, or, you know, it might mean nothing to you, but the people around you, it might actually mean something too. So are there words of, of um, kindness that you can say? Is there something, can you send a text and say, thinking about you, uh, hope you feel loved today or thinking about you, you know, whatever word of encouragement that person needs. Um, maybe it is a card. Maybe, you know, the old snail mail, right? Like we all still love to get things in the mail. Hello, Amazon. Um, but like a handwritten card or something like that, just a nice, you know, a nice reminder to the people around us that they do matter to us. Maybe it is flowers. Maybe it is a gift, whatever that is. Be intentional to the people around you. And if it's something that you need, if you have a community that you could say to somebody, like this is a really hard holiday or this is a really hard day. This is, you know, this is triggering or, um, you know, I know we're not in a relationship, but how about we go, you know, get dinner together, just the girls or just the guys go, you know, go, go to beer or whatever. Um, but I, I think that this can be a lonely holiday. So how, how can we help the people around us and ourselves to not feel lonely for this holiday? Do you have any suggestions? Yeah, I, um, I love if tying it back to the Enneagram, I think every Enneagram number would have like a little bit of a need at Valentine's Day. And you could kind of look back on those and think like, okay, I kind of know this person or I know that this might be their thing or this might, that might be their thing. Yeah, you're right. So all Enneagram types probably do have a, a specific or I don't know if it's a specific, but just maybe a, a, a want, you know, a need inside of this. But I think 
people in general want to be seen, they want to be known, they want to be understood. And so uh, how we go about that is different. You know, the Enneagram one, I want to be seen as good and right. I want to, you know, I want to know I matter to you. So how how do you show the Enneagram one that in your life? What matters to them? The Enneagram two, I want to be loved and wanted. So how do you show an Enneagram two that you love them and you want them? Um, Even in friendship, one of my really good friends is an Enneagram two. So, you know, inclusion is a big thing for her. My mom is an Enneagram too. So how do I show her I love her? It's a text message or a phone call. Um, You know, the Enneagram threes, they want to be seen for um, accepted. I'm sorry. They want to be accepted as they are. And, you know, that is a hard one for the three. The three is oftentimes like I need to do and be um, and achieve so that, that, uh, you know, there's validation so that, that I have purpose. And so really, you know, kind of going into that more, um, that soul space, even with the three around, like, I see you and you matter, not because of what you do, just because of who you are. Uh, that, that speaks volumes to the three. The four, they want to be accepted as they are. So, you know, how can you champion the four? How can you um, validate them or, um, you know, point something out that's really positive that you love about them? I think that's a big deal. Or something creative, like handmade or... Yeah, handmade. Sometimes it's just really quality time, guys. It's really like eye contact and, and, uh, you know, body language that, that shows them that they matter. So putting your phone down, putting your, you know, shutting the computer. Um, sometimes they do want to go see a movie. Other times they want to play a game or they want to walk and hold hands, you know, in relationship friendships, just oftentimes it's like everybody put your phone down and be present in the conversations. Um, but our Enneagram fives, you know, they want to know that their needs are not too much. And so when it's relationship, it's like um, understanding what their needs are, what do they care about, and kind of leaning in to that space. The Enneagram Six, they want to know that they're safe and secure. So what does that look like? How do you how do you show them that that um, that they're in a secure relationship, that they matter to you, that loyalty is huge, you know, for them. The seven, uh, we want to know we're going to be taken care of on an emotional level, um, but we also want to have fun. So. Don't, you know, don't bring the mood down. Um, so it's it's a little bit more. Not the day for a heavy conversation. It's not. It's more of a playful, fun, you matter to me, I see you, um, you know. And so in that, it might be that, that they notice, you know, if there's a particular ice cream or candy or treat or coffee, whatever, that, that they notice that and they lean in like, I see you, you matter. Um, the Enneagram 8, they want to be respected. You know, that's a really big thing for the Enneagram 8. They don't want to be betrayed or, or, or anything like that. They want to know, like, I'm, in a, I'm safe, I'm secure, I'm protected, I'm respected. Um, and so how can you show that you respect the Enneagram 8? You value who they are. Uh, you love how protective they are in friendship or, or romantic relationship. And then our Enneagram 9s, they want to know that they matter. So how do we show our Enneagram nines that they matter? We give them some space. Uh, you know, we ask questions. We intentionally um, pause and wait for a response. And um, we just go a little bit slower, you know, for our nines when it comes to, like, uh, allowing them space to really show us who they are because it, it oftentimes takes them a little bit longer um, to be able to let their guard down and trust that, that they can do that. So we all have different needs. We really, really do. The Enneagram is a great tool to help us understand the needs of each each person in relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship, parent relationship, friend relationship, whatever that is. We can lean in and we can love people well in this season. And this month is a great, 
great time to kind of practice some of those um, loving well, you know, ideas and things. Yeah. And it's early enough in the year that you can start some new habits. You know, like I'm, I heard something recently that really stuck out to me. I think it was a, some kind of a marriage podcast, but they were talking about, I guess she referred to, she was cutting onions and like her husband was like kind of being sweet with her. And she was like, I'm, I'm cutting onions, but she had kind of talked to herself before that and said, if my husband is being sweet, I'm going to turn around and engage in that, in that invitation to be sweet back. Right. And, and so I, I tend to do that because I do get busy and I know sevens kind of can get really busy and very focused. And so, um, that's something I keep trying to say, like the other day, Steve was like, Hey, do you want to go to breakfast? And I didn't have a lot of time. The kids were going to get out of school early. I really wanted to clean my room or it needed to clean my room. And, um, I was like, no, yes, I will go. And I just got ready. I dry shampooed my hair instead of took a shower and I did it. You know, so I think it just gives us that it's the beginning of the year, but it gives us that time just to kind of reflect and be like, what's this year going to look like? Is it going to look like every other year or can we do it different? And like you said, that can be within friendships, too, because I've definitely had friends who valued certain things like twos, fours that needed me to be more proactive in the relationship. And especially if they were not dating somebody at the time. And it's easy to neglect that. You know, it's easy to forget that when you've got other things going on or you have children or whatnot, but look around in your life and is there somebody that you can love on that just may not be in that same stage of your life? So, or even somebody who is, but you can see like, hey, they really need someone to watch their kids for an hour while her and her husband go get coffee or whatever, you know? I think we can do it at all stages and with all different relationships in our life. I think that's great. I think that intentionality and friendships has been huge, like, me thinking, um, I do get in my head, I get super busy doing what I'm doing. You know, our kids are busy. Okay. Right. But I, sometimes I get sick of the busy, like excuse of busy, um, like learning to slow down and be more present, I think is powerful in this, this coming year or this year that we're, I cannot believe that we're already in February. Honestly, you guys, I cannot believe it. Um, but thinking about that and the other thing, even with my children, I have kind of like turned my, like, or I've kind of leaned in a little bit more um, to really pay attention to what they're really needing in this season. And so um, not what I need, but what they need. And so that's different. It's kind of like, what do they need? What is she trying to show me? What is she trying to do? You know, I've got one that's super silly right now. And, um, and then, you know, sometimes I'm like, why are you being so crazy? And then it's like, no, she's being crazy because she wants attention. And um, this is a part of her that is is coming out that's fun. And so engaging in, in that in a different way. But it is giving these little moments of um, I see you, you matter, uh, intentionality into our relationships, whether they are our romantic relationships, again, with our kids, with our friends, whatever that looks like. Let this month be a reminder to pay attention to um, not only yourself and what you need, but maybe the other people around you being a little bit more intentional to, to see people, be present, be in the moment, be awake, be aware, um, slow things down, turn things off, be more intentional with your time this month and see if it makes a difference. So we hope that you guys will stay tuned, that you'll listen to the podcast. We've got um, two great therapists are going to be with us this month, really unpacking different parts of relationship. Um, so, you know, stay tuned, listen and, and enjoy. 
And thank you for joining us today. Join us next time as we continue our conversation about the Enneagram and what it means for your relationships. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And while you're there, we'd love for you to leave a review. Your kind words help others find the show. For more great Enneagram content, resources, and individual code, you can visit enneagramwithjb.com. And while you're there, make sure to order Jackie's newest book, The Enneagram and Your Marriage. We'll see you next time on Enneagram with JB.